Good morning, it's Tuesday the 8th of November, it's National STEM Day. Happy birthday, Gordon Ramsay, Matilda Ramsay, Benjamin Wadsworth and Lauren Elena. Ireland's booming tech sector has taken a hit as Twitter, Stripe and now Meta are all flagging redundancies as the global economy appears to slow. Twitter dramatically emailed staff on Friday across the world to let them know if they were fired or not. But here they say they'll comply with statutory requirements, including a formal notification to Minister for Enterprise Leo Varadkar and a 30 days notice for staff. Leo met with the IDA on Monday night and expressed his concern for those affected, but reiterated that Ireland has a strong pipeline of new tech investment. Una Fitzpatrick, Director of Technology Ireland says there's nothing unexpected about the cuts in jobs in the current economic climate. We very much feel this is a right-sizing of the tech sector. We saw over 30% growth in the tech sector in Ireland over the last two years and really this is um, a stabilisation of the sector in this post-COVID era. Finance Minister Pascal Dunhill was in Europe for a meeting of the Eurogroup but he too was confident that despite the tech job cuts, Ireland remains in a healthy position. Uh, every economy is undergoing change at the moment. Every economy is experiencing challenges. We're no different. Uh, but if I look at where we stand at the moment, we have an economy with a broad set of employers within us and we have an economy that has a high level of growth in us. Yes, recession is a risk. Uh, yes, change in global and economic forca- forecasts can impact on our, our performance, but all economies at the moment are grappling with these issues. The UN Climate Summit COP27 kicked off in Egypt with a dramatic opening address from Antonio Guterres and will see two weeks of negotiations between countries on climate action. The UN Secretary-General, who's famous for not mincing his words, began by giving a stark warning for the future of our planet. We are in the fight of our lives and we are losing. We are on a highway to climate hell with our foot still on the accelerator. It comes as the UN warns the planet has already warmed 1.1 degrees since pre-industrial times and scientists say rises must be limited to 1.5 degrees to avoid the worst effects. But experts say we're on track for a rise as high as 2.8 degrees Celsius this century if we carry on with current policies. UKPM Rishi Sunak and his predecessor Boris Johnson are both in attendance and Rishi emphasised the importance of delivering on existing promises from Glasgow's COP26. We can turn our struggle against climate change into a global mission for new jobs and clean growth. Dijuk Michal Martin was also in attendance and was keen to focus on countries delivering on their existing commitments rather than discuss talk of reparations for third world countries. Well, I think what they're really looking for is delivery of the existing pledges that have been made by countries across the world. And Ireland will deliver on what we have committed to. And we are prepared to go further, but we want to deliver tangibly on what we've actually promised. And I think if, if, if developing countries saw that commitment from everybody, it would make a huge difference. In Ukraine, President Zelensky has warned that 4.5 million people face a bleak winter as Russia continues mass attacks on the power grid. Blackouts have been experienced across Ukraine and the mayor of Kiev has told people to prepare for the worst and suggested the whole city could be evacuated if there were total power blackouts. Vadim Prostyko warned about the biggest threat facing Ukraine's power supply. But this bloody, the Iranian drones, this is the biggest problem. They're cheap, they're numbered, they're coming in a swarm. Very difficult to deal with. And Zelensky says that they're preparing to respond to the Russian use of Iranian drones. 
We understand that the terrorist state is concentrating forces and means for a possible repetition of mass attacks on our infrastructure, first of all, energy. In particular for this, Russia needed Iranian missiles. We are preparing to respond. In the US, the final hours of the midterm saw the Democratic and Republican parties making last-minute appeals for votes in the run-up to Tuesday's elections. All eyes are on a few races for the US Senate. That could decide which party controls the chamber with big implications for Joe Biden's presidency. Elon Musk waded into the debate with the new Twitter owner urging people to back the Republicans. But the First Lady, Dr Jill Biden, was having none of it. She went after the Republicans and painted a grim picture of what life in the US would look like if they win. Extremists are putting social Security and Medicare on the chopping block. A Republican majority will attack women's rights and affordable health care. That is just not fair. So to come the Smart 7 Island edition, it's the return of Peter Kay, but it's the end of Seth Hampton's Ralph Hassenhuttle. Right after this. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back. It's not been a great season for Southampton and it's been even worse for Ralph Hassenhottel. The club sacked their manager in the wake of Sunday's 4-1 home defeat by Newcastle. Hassenhottel, who was appointed in December 2018, will leave Southampton in the Premier League relegation zone with 12 points after just 14 games. Hassenhottel, who was appointed in December 2018, will leave Southampton in the Premier League relegation zone with 12 points after 14 games. The last win was at Bournemouth on the 19th of October, but it was their only win from the past nine matches. Nottingham Forest manager Steve Cooper reflected on the news of his departure. I guess there's always context to to manager and, and, and doing his job. Um, it's obviously sad to see um, any fellow manager lose lose his job, which is obviously the case at Southampton. But um, do have a lot of respect and, and admiration for the job he's done at Southampton. Two. 
Remember lockdown, all those long, lonely days at home. What got you through? Apparently, it was Boney M. The daddy cool Rasputin and Rivers of Babylon hitmakers have been named the most successful black pop group ever. The lead singer Liz Mitchell reflected on why people rediscovered Boney M over COVID. The most important thing that we have is our souls and people were stressed. And the music that can bring you out of that dark place will always be um, helpful. And I think that's what happened. I think our songs were helping people to, to forget their worries. Peter Kay is returning to stand-up comedy with his first live tour in 12 years. It comes after the comedian pulled out of a sold-out tour due to unforeseen family circumstances in 2017. It will be the Bolton Comics' first live tour since 2010 when he scored the Guinness World Record for the biggest-selling run of all time, playing to more than 1.2 million people. Tickets go on sale at 10am on Saturday the 12th of November. Hey, when are you back on tour? Next month. When can I get me tickets? They go on sale on Saturday. Did you get your mum that bungalow? Yeah, he wants a new carpet now. He's finally back with his first new live stand-up show for 12 years. See Peter Kay live. This has been the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow morning at 7am. Have yourself a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft Doris. Okay, Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.